Hello, and welcome to a Dole Whipped episode of We Only Look Thin. I am your lady host, Catherine Weigel, <laughs> and I have lost 150 pounds, and with me wow. today is... Your male host. <laughs> your gentleman host? Gentleman host? I don't know. I couldn't think of what's the male equivalent lady, of lady. Gentleman. gentleman I guess. I'm your gentleman yeah. host. I'm your gentleman host. Like, it sounds like gentleman caller, like we're old-fashioned somehow. <laughs> Uh, I'm your gentleman host of We Only Look Thin. I am Donald Weigel, and I have lost a little over 100 pounds. Golf clap to you, Donald Weigel. Thank you. Thank you. I accept your golf clap, and I send it right back to you. That's very nice. Golf is boring. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, you've just alienated many listeners. Really? Are people golfing? Is that I don't know. Do? I mean, maybe that's their thing. Maybe they're like, you know what? Exercise really speaks to me. Miniature golf. It's out there thing. on you the golf course. You know what? I, I think my hatred of golf comes from being left-handed because in the high-stakes world of uh, white-collar business that I am in, yeah. golfing was a thing, and uh, I didn't know how to do it. I was left-handed, and nobody ever had left-handed clubs. Nobody told me how to do it. Uh, and so I was always like in those old Bugs Bunny cartoons where someone would like hit a wall with a hammer and their whole body would vibrate. Right, and right. That was me on and the golf Sometimes course. they would shatter, like they were trying exactly. to shatter something, but so, they would shatter. Uh, so... Boo earns to golf is well, what I'm saying. Here's the real. Why did you decide to be left-handed? <laughs> well, because I am an agent of Satan. Uh, yes, agreed. Um, that's really the only reason, right? Mm-hmm. I just want people to know, like, how much I had to love you <laughs> to be left-handed to, to marry a left-handed American. Well, uh, fun fact: in let's let's bounce over to Italy, <laughs> where uh, the word left uh, in uh, in Italian is. Sinestre, which comes from sinister. Basically sinister. Sinister, because I'm left-handed. No, because those Italians know. They got it. They know. They know. Uh, So, yeah. So, let's see. We've covered. We've alienated the golfers. And left-handed people. (laughs) And left-handed people. Um, but, uh, but hi, and welcome to another episode. We called this a Dole Whipped episode, Donald. Yeah. Why? Well, we've, uh, we've just come back from a, a huge vacation in Orlando, Florida, and we may have attended Walt Disney's World. See, but here's the thing. We're Walt. Walt. So we it's, only look thin. Get it? Get W-O-L-T. It? Walt Disney World. Yeah. I think we're going to be sued. We need to come up with an alternate park name no, like Wally we are, World. We or, are super clever. Yeah, we are. Uh, so we're going to talk about that. But uh, but before we talk about our experience. We've got a tip of the week. Tip. Tow. <laughs> wow. How quickly they it's, forget. It's been a while since we've podcasted. Yeah, I know. It seems like we've put one out every week because we have, but, but it's been a while since we've actually sat down we and recorded so, one. Uh, so, uh, so what is the tip of the week? The tip of the week is if you're going to exercise, really do it. What are you talking about? I am on the recumbent bike at the gym. I am reading People magazine, I am on the phone, and I am also uh, working on my taxes. Uh, that's giving all my effort. I'm also and I'm and I'm also pedaling on the on the recumbent bike, so that's enough, right? That is exactly the opposite of what I'm talking about. Tell me more. I occasionally watch fitness YouTube videos and um 
not that long ago, I saw one where a gentleman said that one of the things that sabotages people with their workouts is... I imagine a guy with like a top hat and a monocle. Yes. (laughs) Like Mr. Peanut. The gentleman of fitness. Um, And... Like one thing that sabotages people is that they they decide they have to do like three reps of twelve, or that they have to do thirty minutes on a treadmill, or or things along those lines. And what you actually ought to do is give whatever you're doing your best effort, and just do it. Like even if you only have five minutes, ten minutes, whatever. If if you're doing push-ups, like one of the things I've started, you know, been doing the last year is adding push-ups to my routine. And I was just trying to do as many as possible. And I wasn't worrying about my form. I was sticking my elbows out. I wasn't doing full like range of motion. And this person pointed out that I, if I was going Mr. to Peanut, do it, yes. <laughs> Mr. Peanut. <laughs> Let's call him. Mr. Let's call him Mr. Peanut. Um, I should have looked up who it was so I could actually credit this guy. Um, I've watched several of his videos and I can't remember Peanuts his name. Peanuts don't have arms. <laughs> Why are Peanuts doing push-ups in the first place? And what's that monocle for? Um, he's a peanut with eyes, but one of his eyes isn't so good, so he needs a monocle. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, I am dying right now. So he's doing one arm push. One arm push ups with one eye and a monocle. Um, so and a top hat for some reason. Um, How does it stay on when he has perfect? <laughs> So, Mr. Peanut was giving me advice about exercise. And, you know, the advice was, like, instead of trying to do three sets of 12 of something or do as many push-ups as you can, why not do, like, your put your best effort into every single push-up and just do as many as you can? And so, I went from seriously doing, like, 40 of them and, like, researching the proper form of doing them and doing like full on like real push-ups with your elbows the right way and I can really only do about 15 of those. Um but I'll tell you what, like I have gotten much better results doing 15 like actual real full push-ups than I did doing the 40 like when I was half, you know, half doing. I almost said a bad word. I was thinking about that. He is whole blanking I'm it. I'm whole butting it, yes. Instead of <laughs> We actually um, Instead of half butting it. Our daughter went to Astro Camp in 5th grade, which was a sleepaway science camp, and uh, we told her she had to call it Space Astro camp. camp. Yeah, because she couldn't say the Astro part of it. Yeah. Uh, it we was like think swearing. we think we're funny. So maybe we should giving it your whole space Instead of your half space. Exactly. So um, I have adopted this for my exercise routine, you know, which really only takes me about 15 minutes in the morning to do, you know, in addition to our walking and um, actually like putting my full effort into it. And I've gotten so much better results doing that, like just 15 minutes of like really... I think that's the fun police going <laughs> the by. The fun police are coming by. Um, if you could hear, couldn't hear that, sirens. there were lots of sirens just now. Um, and uh, it's really made a difference. So instead of just trying to get through your exercises as fast as possible, or instead of just trying to hit a number, like really try and focus. If you're if you're doing exercises at all, really try and focus and make the most out of it. Because really, if you're just you know half spacing it. 
<laughs> half butting it that that you're really only cheating yourself. And I know that, you know, everybody's groaning and rolling their eyes at me right now, but it's true. And I think that, you know, it's been it was a real eye opener for me and it's really helped me. They're one monocled eye. Uh, but in the uh, in in that spirit, and whether or not you do any uh, resistance training, or even just walking or riding your bicycle, the intention behind your action is really important. And I think um, Elizabeth Benton of the Primal Potential podcast talked about this too. You're already spending the time doing it, so why not just give it your full effort and energy and focus, because I know that I would do that too with trying to do uh, modified knee push-ups of just like, just <laughs> like trying to get through it all yeah. panicked and whatever. And then when Donald's uh, shown the, the dark uh, or the, the bright light of actually focus on form and intention, I didn't like it very much, but yeah, darn no, it if it not. doesn't make a difference. Um, so yeah, so put some intention behind your movement. Uh, pay attention to what you're doing. Uh, get some eye of the tiger in there. Not the eyes of the tiger, but the eye of the tiger in there. So uh, so that is the- Or the ice of a tiger. That is the tip of the week. Um, tip of the week to you. Tip of the week to you. Um, so now <clears throat> we're going to go back to uh, to our little vacation, yeah. and uh, we've yeah. lost a lot of weight, right, Donald? We we're we fixed. did. Yeah, no, we're, we have uh, no temptation. Nope, nope. We uh, we're able to go on vacation and just completely like one hundred percent be hardcore and stick to a plan and not indulge at all. Well, here's a question: Are we fallible? To inspire our listeners to know that we're not perfect, or are we organically broken and are just hobbling by? That is uh, the question. <laughs> I would love to say the first one, but really, we're just organically broken. Yeah, we're organically broken. Uh, uh, no, it turns out we're not fixed at all, and uh, that going on vacation, and I know we even did a podcast about like getting through the holidays and like planning and and, and, and you know. if you go back and listen to uh, sisterhood of the traveling hot dog warmer like <laughs> we talk about what to do when you're traveling we talk about yeah how to manage holidays how to like manage the buffet table at the uh, the restaurant yeah and i had every intention of doing those things like i i felt like i was gonna have you know we we pre-booked a couple of meals we went to walt disney world we went to universal orlando we we met family down there and it was a an amazing magical trip um, but I had intended to, you know, I, I scouted out some restaurants ahead of time and I was like going to eat the, you know, healthiest, lowest calorie thing on the menu. And, um, I, I told myself I was going to moderate my food while I was down there. And I promised myself that I was going to do push ups at least three times, you know, which usually I do them at least five days a week. I said I was going to do them over the eight days at least three times just so I wouldn't lose it, all of my. It's funny when he said, he was like, oh, I'm going to work out in the hotel room. I was like, oh, I hadn't really thought about that. <laughs> I was like, ah, that's not happening for me. Well, here's the good news I didn't do it even one not time. Not even while I was one down time. There. I knew I was not going to do it one time. Uh, but, but I think we came at the vacation from different perspectives. Um, he came at the vacation with some intention. And I came at it with, oh, figure it out. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't really know what I'm doing. Like I had do. all this intention of buying groceries and like like making some meals in the room or even like cooking some food that I was going to take to Disney World. And I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. No. And then I got down there and I just, it was just <laughs> like, 
like if if there was like some you know switch that you turn from like you know I'm weight loss guy and like you flip it back to I'm the guy who like can't control himself under any he circumstances. He went from swolo to yolo. Yes, exactly. whatever kind of. But like that intention of like we're we've lost a lot of weight and we are going to be mindful and like. I didn't really have that uh, that intention going down there. Like I said, I, I'm not actually a great planner. Like if someone's like, what's your goal today? I'm like, ah, I'll figure it out. Like what's <laughs> I, I joke about this. I, I can be making dinner and pulling things out of the refrigerator and still not know what I'm making for dinner. Like, Don like, what do you mean? And I was like, I, I don't know. I'm going to see where my hands take me. I'm just trying to figure out what me. time she thinks that she'll be eating so I can time my food the same way. That is a lot way. of pressure. I feel a lot of anxiety I typically, about that. like, figure out what I'm going to eat for dinner, like, in the morning when I'm planning my food for the day. I le- Yeah, that whole meal planning thing, like, I just, <laughs> I, my hands are kind of a Ouija board and I see where they take me in the refrigerator and, uh, put it together but anyway but vacation we do lots of podcasts we're inspiring um we have lots of plans and those plans did not go as we planned did they no i had all this intention of like you know like hunting for you know good healthy like calorie friendly snacks and instead i like hunted ice cream like alec baldwin hunted for the red october like a predator for churros and Dole Whip. I felt like the ice cream shark down there. I was just like, you know, treat stand, treat stand, treat stand. Like my radar was just, you know, honing in on them. And then there were just, my mouth was like a heat seeking missile <laughs> looking for, looking for, like I actually had a pancake milkshake at one stand in, uh, in Epcot. <laughs> That I, well, I had a little, as we recall, I had a run in with uh, pancakes last summer and the scale showed the results of that uh, flapjack stack. I uh, I got up to my highest weight of the year last August uh, because of my pancake situation. So, yeah. so congratulations on finding a way to have pancakes <laughs> and a milkshake at the same time. The funniest part was the guy at the stand who was like sold it to me was like, tell me how it is because... <laughs> leery to try it how was it i didn't actually ask i actually thought it was delicious because pancakes are delicious because pancakes and and ice cream is delicious yeah it turned out to be real good so um so tell me more about your indulgence and maybe not specifically what you ate but how did you feel about all that well you know i sort of oscillated back and forth because i you know i'm joking around i didn't like 100% give up on anything. Luckily, I have these habits in place. And I did primarily, you know, I tried to eat um, protein still. I tried to, um, you know, I typically don't eat my first meal. I, you know, I'm doing this, you know, in air quotes, intermittent fasting, which I didn't even know was called that until I was already doing it. But you just thought it was don't stuff your pie hole 24 seven. Right. That's just that's what I called it. I uh, I typically it don't. Does, the ring isn't as great as that. Yeah. Like the not stuff your pie hole plan. <laughs> I typically don't eat my first food of the day until about one or two p.m. And um, I I pretty much stuck to that. You most did. Of there the were week. a few times I felt like you were personally attacking me by abstaining. <laughs> I was like, oh, is that how it is? Yeah, everybody else was eating. Well, I'm breakfast secret and- eating. Tasty cakes in the Wawa parking lot. Right. You were uh, abstaining. I was must be nice. I was smugly looking down my nose at all of you, but then later on eating pancake milkshakes. <laughs> Isn't it crazy how that works? Yeah. You're like, oh, mm, you're eating that. Like, yeah. Because I'm literally like, okay, this is 
it we thought it was going to rain one day and <laughs> <laughs> there was I didn't even know about this until I like just right told before we it. started recording. Uh, we thought it was going to rain one day. Uh we didn't want to buy $40 ponchos at uh, at Disney World. But they had characters on They them. did. But there was like a one of those cheap knockoff uh stores right by where we were staying and I benevolently offered to go you're by such, myself. You're no, such a no, good no. person. Don't come with me. Such a good I've person. I've got it covered. Yeah, I offered you to go with you. You stay here. No. Yeah. No. No, you, why don't I drive? And you, you do can, you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I went to the knockoff shop to buy some cheap ponchos. And wouldn't you know it, there was a Wawa right next door that sold tasty cakes. What? And I, I might have eaten a secret tasty cake. And she might have known about this the entire time. Yeah, no, that was my whole plan. So I often come off as Wawa is, is like 7-Eleven for those of you only who don't better. live in the, uh, yeah, only like, I mean, I get like all look he just dreamy got. about Wawa. I was so excited. But I, uh, that is my trick in life. I often seem helpful when really I'm just trying to secret eat. So um, I did get some tasty cakes uh, on my mission and uh, I ate them in secret. Mission poncho. And we're all like, oh, thank you so much for oh, yeah. sacrificing your it, fun time to it, go get ponchos. Did it rain? It ended up not it raining. It didn't rain. And yeah. now I have $400 worth of ponchos in our uh, our luggage. The so knockoff ones were $400? <laughs> the, the Disney ones were $7 each. The knockoffs were $4 each. And uh, you bought a hundred of and them. And I bought a hundred of them. <laughs> or I bought a hundred tasty cakes and pretend that it was ponchos. No, I only bought one tasty cake. Can anyway. You, can you please print that receipt to say ponchos instead <laughs> of tasty cakes, please? So um so Donald was able to moderate in certain ways and then other ways. Yeah, and, and we did get a ton of steps. Um I got over twenty thousand, I I hit like twenty seven or twenty eight thousand. You one got day. a lot more steps than yeah, I did. You were also on a mission for pressed pennies. Yeah, which I like elongated coins, you. pressed pennies, elongated which... coins. That's, that's another name for it, for real. Wow, that sounds like the medically accurate name for them instead <laughs> of. <laughs> Look, if you understood my mania for pressed pennies, maybe you would also want well, to call them. Well, it got him steps, so yes. yay for got him. A lot of steps. He so actually I, got I think stopped hit... at security for having so many coins I did. <laughs> they Air, wanted to know what his security game was. like pulled me over and they like y- gave me the like gunpowder test on my hands okay so i know we're doing a lot of coffee talk and a lot of chit chat here but the the point of all of this um he went in with a plan and then diverged from the plan i went in with kind of the no plan plan but what happened to me was that the all of the inspiring advice that I have uh, that we have given over the year and all of the other inspiring podcasts that we listen to ended up kind of uh, incepting into my activities. Um, I didn't wait until uh, twelve thirty to eat each day. I ate in the morning, but I did have uh, high-protein breakfasts most days. Yeah. I got in my steps most days. You sure did. I uh, I actually threw away half of treats many times. Uh, I posted a, an Instagram of me throwing away half of a, uh, a Starbucks treat. And yeah, she threw away like halves of donuts and like there was a big part of me that was like, why didn't you just let me eat it? You don't eat that. You're eating donut milkshakes. I know, I know. I didn't eat it. Believe me. But like 
I mean, and a couple of big things like we went to Cracker Barrel, which for anyone knows is a is a home hearty like meat and potatoes, fried chicken and biscuit place. Yeah. And I actually had a grilled chicken instead of fried chicken. I know. I was very proud of you. Um, I th- And I was also like saying must be nice must be at the same nice. time. Um, I threw away halves of treats. I actually got green beans as a side, thanks to your sister, instead of fries at one point. Um, yeah. I had uh, salads a couple of nights for dinner. Were there also days where I had terrible heartburn because I had overindulged on sweets? Yes, I did. But there were also days where I was able to moderate. Um a big shift for me was going to Epcot. I had a fear of missing out. I was traveling the world one step at a time. And my instinct to eat... Yeah, uh, for those that might not know, they have this world showcase there where there are like 11 different countries represented and each um, each sort of land, each section is like a microcosm of that country. And they have like local treats from yeah, each they've of got these 11 a bouche countries. de noel in paris and crepes and then in germany they've got pretzels and like and brats and there was a big part of me that was like i'm in england like i've got to have fish and chips and it's like you are in florida like you are yeah. not on vacation in england and like and I literally in England was like, oh, they have Walker shortbread cookies. Like, it would be rude not to enjoy the local delicacy. Yeah. And we went to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, and I had to remind myself I wasn't actually in like Hogwarts and that I didn't have to have all the butterbeer in the world. Like, you and know, we, we did enjoy, we, we shared. did enjoy some butterbeer for sure. I went to get butterbeer and. Bridget, our daughter, came in and was like, I thought you were getting one for each of us. And I was like, no, I just figured we'd share. Like, we don't need. And I was like, so that is a big difference. Yeah, that like, was huge. Like, because they were I very think, disappointed. I think we would have, there were like four different kinds of butterbeer. Like, there's like a frozen and a hot one and a and a normal and something else. And anyway, like, I think we each would have in the past had our own, you know, of all of the kinds. And uh, we did not do that. So I think those small shifts in uh in my choices helped me enabled me to only gain five pounds or six pounds over the break yeah and and it's you know part of that is the mindset of considering that a victory like my instinct when we got back was to hide from the scale like that's what i've done my whole life like when i know i've indulged like overindulged and i know i probably gained weight i would typically hide from the scale so that I didn't have to face the reality of it. And that really was my instinct, but I fought against it. And when I got back, like the, the day we got back, I weighed myself and the sobering reality was that I had managed to gain seven pounds in eight days. One for each of the seven dwarves. Yes. One for, there was the, what is it? Achy and, and heartburny, heartburny and, and regretty and, and, and yeah. sneezy. Um, and so that was very sobering. And I think, you know, forcing myself to actually get on the scale and face the facts was was the right move because, you know, it, it was eye-opening and I was able to be like, okay, I am back home. I am back to my quote-unquote normal life. And I was able to get right back on my routine. Well, and two, we got home late uh, on uh – before New Year's, it, it was the day before, a couple days before New Year's. Not that that matters, but uh, 
we got home late and I think Donald was like, oh, should we get takeout? Like, what do you want to do? And I was like, you know, we can have scrambled eggs. We'll be fine at home. And before it would have been like, let's go another four or five days getting takeout and sleeping in. And, you know, but we've spent all this time building up these habits and, and putting this foundation in place to where instead of just riding it all the way through till Valentine's Day, like when we got back, we went back on. And, you know, I... I got right back on and I felt like myself again. You know, it's almost like, you know, this Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde thing that I need to own. Like, I am this person. Like, I'm not two people. I'm me. I'm like, I'm still the same guy who can eat all the food, but I'm also the guy who, like, has these habits in place and has lost 100 pounds. And, you know, a week has gone by since we got back, and I got on the scale today, and I've lost almost three pounds of what I gained. And, you know, that's because I was able to just get right back into my routine of tracking my calories and taking the right food to work and, you know, doing all the steps in the morning and, you know, taking the stairs and all those things that I've been doing for the last few years. Um, and, uh, I think that, you know, just knowing for people out there that are trying to find their way, you know, building these small habits, it really does work. It's not about finding that one weird trick diet, you know, or that one weird trick plan that building these habits, like it really does work and it, it can change your life as it did for Catherine and I. Well, and two, I, it's. You know, it's that notion, and I think someone in our accountability group posted, you know, people worry so much about what happens between uh, Christmas and New Year, and what they should be focusing on is the rest of the year. What we do in 10 days on vacation matters much less than what happens when we return, and that we didn't use, uh, you know, January as a flyover month to avoid getting back to our habits is huge because in the yeah. past we really would have been like, yeah, hey, you know what? Let's wait till tax day. Like for sure. Oh, you know what? Like groundhog day is very important and we must celebrate it with food. President's like, day. President's day. Um, so it's that recovery when you come back, sticking the landing. Um, you know, someone else in one of our groups was talking about not listening to a podcast because they didn't think it would help them with their specific uh, eating disorder. And, I love the idea of not thinking about being fixed, not thinking about, well, this will give me all the tools I need to have the perfect vacation where I only eat, you know, salad and drink water. But those small improvements that I didn't gain 10 pounds over Christmas is huge. That I didn't wait until February to get back on track is huge. And we don't give ourselves enough credit for those small changes that we make that actually do make a difference. And I'm back to my habits. I'm back to my comfort zone. I'm back to my normal routine. And it feels good. I'm a creature yeah, of habit. Yeah, it feels really good. And, you know, it would be great to be in a world where I was 100% on track every single day. But that's not real. That's not no. reality. And uh, and I love tasty cakes. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I had some. And I paid the price for those choices with heartburn and uh, discomfort. But uh, but I'm back on track now. So so think about the progress that you've made. Think about what you can do next. Not focus on 
uh, being angry at yourself for not having the perfect holiday season. Um, because, you know, we're, we're looking forward. We're not looking back. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it, not focusing on that segment of time and just knowing that it's finite. It's not about just giving up on any progress you've made or about the, you know, telling yourself that you can't do it or that you can't make progress because of choices that you've made over the holidays. Um, it's, it's all about mindset and building those habits. And you know what? We only have time. Like, I, we're not living for the last week. We're yeah, there's no, there's no deadline here. It's not like I don't, I don't have to lose a certain amount of weight by X time. You've got your whole life to do it. Like, yeah. And you've got your whole <laughs> life to, to, you know, build these habits and, uh, and be on track. Yeah. And it feels really good to have some tools in my toolbox of, uh, of self care to, to get me back on track. I feel a lot better today than I did a week ago. Um, because did you just call me a toolbox. No, I did not. Oh, okay. Good. Um, but having the resources to recover is, uh, it feels really good because I, uh, a week ago could barely walk, uh, because I had so much, <laughs> so much heartburn from all of my, uh, my mistake churros. Like who's the, the little kid in, uh, in Willy Wonka is like, I, I'm too full of chocolate. Veruca <laughs> <laughs> salt. Yeah. Or... It's the, there's like the little German boys. Like I cannot move. I'm oh, that's from the chocolate. Simpsons. Oh, it's the Simpsons. Yeah. That's right. Uter. Yeah. Uter, that's right. <laughs> so, I cannot uh, run. I'm so too yeah, full of chocolate. So what is next for you? What is your next choice? Uh, leave uh, the holiday uh, regrets behind and embrace your future self. So I love that. They deserve it. Uh, so yeah, so now we are leaving the land of Walt Disney World. Uh, please don't sue us, Mr. Disney. <laughs> and now we're going to go on to the product of the week. Pow! Pow! Product of the week to you. Product of the week to you. <laughs> Makes no sense. Um, so some might question this product of the week. Yeah. Some might say that we couldn't think of a product of the week. <laughs> <laughs> some might claim that we're resting on our laurels. <laughs> some might say they're not getting their money's worth out of this podcast. <laughs> but guess you're what? all it's free. right. <laughs> oh yeah, you're all right. The product of the week is no product. <laughs> no product of the week. Sometimes you just have to sit with uh, with what you got, and and we're just gonna say there's no product of the week this week. We're not yeah. sugarcoating it. And look, the, the the sort of the message here, and you know, we're joking around, but the message here is like uh, it, products aren't really going to fix you. We've we've given a lot of tips about products that have helped us out a lot. And sometimes you just need to look around, and instead of looking for that new shake weight or that new like you know. Uh, push-up curling machine that um, you you realize you you have all of the tools like it's all within you yes and uh, we you know we have a floor that we can do push-ups on and do exercises and there is a a blog called blogalates that has lots of exercises that you can do um, without going to a gym without buying any gadgets and um uh, you probably have lots of things that you're already not using that you could be employing on your weight loss journey. Well, and that is a big thing. And that analysis paralysis, we've given you lots of great tips. Have you used any of them? Have you used any of the products? Are you still considering which product? Like someone asked the other day uh, about a rebounder and should they get one that's 38 inches or 40 inches? Should they get one that collapses or doesn't collapse? Should they like... 
you know what? You've spent $70 on stupider things yeah, than a just, rebounder. Just get one. Buy one. Like, if it doesn't work, get rid of it. Like, yeah. go on Craigslist and uh, and find a used one. You can, uh, you can analyze the perfect choice, the perfect solution, the perfect product, or you can just give it a try. And if it doesn't work... Just get rid of it. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. not a big deal. So, so no you product. You say it in that voice that you just did. It's like, yeah, I have great voices. So many great voices. So, uh, so no product of the week to you, Donald. <laughs> no product of the week to you, Catherine. So, uh, so thank you so much for listening. Yeah, we do really appreciate each and every one of you. We've we love your feedback. Um, if uh, if there's something we're doing that that you like, we'd love to hear about it. If there's something we're doing you don't like, we'd love to hear about that too. Um, although probably less so. And um, uh, but we really appreciate all the wonderful comments that we get from everyone. And um, if you want to contact us, you can email us at weonlylookthin at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at weonlylookthin. Uh, you can follow our Twitter at weonlylookthin. And you can tiptoe over to Facebook and find us there uh, at We Only Look Thin. So, um, and we're—I uh, know we've uh, we've talked about our accountability group that is going to be opening up uh, later in 2019, Walt Place. Yes. Um, and uh, so, if more you want, info coming soon. If you want to get on the waiting list for that, uh, we should put that in the show notes because yeah. uh, someone asked about that recently. Uh, but you can go to our Facebook page, and there is a link on our Facebook page to sign up for uh, for more information on Walt Place. So uh, yes, I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. So uh, so we this is almost isn't this like our year anniversary? Oh my goodness! This is episode fifty two. Hooray! That's crazy. Da, We've da, done a da, year's da, worth of da, episodes da, da. of this. It's wow. amazing. Like, seriously, that is pretty cool. I'm glad you remembered that. I I kind of forgot. Yeah. So, wow, one year of inspiring. Well, I don't know if we've been inspiring on every episode, but like we've done one every single week. We haven't yeah, missed anything. So. I know. It's pretty crazy. What a strange trip it's been. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... Thank you, Donald, for being so awesome and inspiring and keeping uh, fighting for yourself. Well, thank you for being so awesome and inspiring and fighting for yourself. Thanks. It You're feels, a good example to me all the time. It feels amazing. Like uh, three years ago, I was a hollow shell of a person, and now I am a full shell of a person. Yes. So, uh, so thank you to Weight Loss a Podcast. Up smaller shell. Yeah. So thank you uh, to Donald and to our listeners. And to everyone who has inspired us uh, to keep fighting for ourselves. So, um, so yeah. So that there you go. And uh, just remember, the next time that you are at a theme park and you're on the tilt a whirl and about to toss your cookies, <laughs> or your Dole Whip, or, or your, your churros, <laughs> just remember that Donald and I are an, an inspiration. Asian, Asian. The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.